All right, good evening, Grace Point. Everybody that's out there, just welcome you to these teachings. Um, I, you know, I, I'm hoping one day people watch these <laughs> videos. <laughs> we don't have a great crowd out there watching, but I hope you do one day. I really, some, some of the teachings, I listen to these videos, and some of them I might think are so rich, and other ones I'm like, ah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. But sometimes it really, there's some good stuff that comes out of these. I'm not going to say every week they're, they're home runs, but I hope you're getting something out of them, and I hope you're watching at home. Father, bless us tonight as we're going through the book of Matthew. Lord, I am humbled. I mean, I know uh, it's a very humbling thing to make these videos, Lord. I do pray that the right people listen to them at the right time. Lord, give us revelation and understanding as we teach and as the people hear, because God, we want to conform to the image of Jesus. That's our desire. And we know that your word is like a mirror shining and reflecting Jesus right back at us, Lord. And as we look into that mirror, we're transformed. I pray for that transformation into the image of Christ in your name. Amen. All right, Matthew 14, 22. And immediately after he multiplied the loaves and fish, he made his followers get into a boat and go ahead of him to the other side. And then he sent the multitudes away. Again, he sent them away with full bellies because he had compassion on them, because he cared about them. And after he had sent them away, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. I remember someone taught, he said, the reason we don't do the things that Jesus did is because we don't do the things that Jesus did. <laughs> I know that sounds circular, um, but it's not. What he was saying is the reason we, we don't do the miracles, signs, and wonders that Jesus did is because we don't do the other things that Jesus did. You'll see this a lot in the scriptures. Folks, listen to this. Listen. Listen. You'll see this a lot. Even though Jesus was the Son of God, he still felt the need to slip away and to go pray and be alone with his Father. And if Jesus needed to slip away and be alone with his Father, how much more do we need to, do I, do we need to slip away and get alone with God? How presumptuous of us to walk in the ministry of Christ and think that without prayer and I, fasting, and I know fasting is a tough topic, and I don't like to fast. Who, who likes to go hungry? I don't like to go hungry. But prayer, spending time alone with God, and sometimes fasting, because all these things are necessary because if Jesus did them, and he's our, our pattern and our role model. We'll have to do them. So we don't do the things that Jesus did. I know Charlie does sometimes. But we don't slip away and pray all night like Jesus did. We don't turn Ohio State football off. Right? We don't, instead of going to all 105 of our kids' Little League games, we don't take five of them and pray. Instead, miss one of their games. We let the world set our schedule. 
We let the world set, oh, I got my favorite TV show on. I got this. I've got one on Monday through Saturday. We don't do what Jesus did, which was get alone and seek the Father. Because if we get alone with God, the Lord is going to pour out on us just like he poured out on Jesus. It's the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead that dwells in you. It's Christ in you that's the hope of glory. Listen to this in Hebrews chapter 5. This is really good. I got to... You know, chapter 5, verse 1, listen to this. For every high priest taken from among men is appointed on behalf of men in things pertaining to God in order to offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. And he can deal gently with the ignorant and misguided since he himself is also beset with weaknesses. And because of it, he's obligated to offer sacrifices for sins for the people, but also for himself. And nobody takes this honor to himself. Boy, there's a sermon there. But receives it when he's called by God, even as Aaron was. So also Christ did not glorify himself to become a high priest, but it is said, Thou art my son, today have I begotten thee, just as he said in another passage, Thou art a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Now, I don't want to get off on this, but guys, right there, Thou art my son, today have I begotten thee. It's when he was raised from the dead, okay? And that's, what, that's when God said, You are my son. Psalms 2, Acts 13, I think around verse 33 to 38 in that area. It's when Jesus was raised from the dead. This day have I begotten you, thou art my son. His resurrection proved that he was the son of God. Talked about that last week. Verse 7, in the days of his flesh, when he offered up both prayers and supplications, this is Jesus, in the days of his flesh, the word made flesh, he offered up both prayers and supplications with loud crying and tears to him that was able to save him from death. And he was heard because he feared. And all the piety, New American Standard says, although he was a son, he learned obedience from the things that he suffered. What's my point? What's the point of this scripture? If Jesus had to go away, alone and cry out to God with loud cryings and tears so he could be saved from death, so he could escape temptation. Bible says he was tempted just like we are in every area, yet without sin. If he had to be alone, if he had to pray, how much more do we have to get alone with God? How much more do we need to pray to our heavenly father? And it says also, that Jesus had to learn obedience. Isn't that crazy? Jesus had to learn obedience. And it says he learned through suffering. That's amazing to me that Jesus learned obedience. So if Jesus was learning obedience, I think you and I need to learn obedience. And one of those areas is to be like Jesus and to get away and to pray and seek the Father. We're called with the high calling. We're called to be conformed to the image of Christ. We're called with this calling by God. The Bible calls it a, a high calling. 
Our number one priority, as I taught several weeks back, is to put Jesus first, just like Mary, who sat at the feet of Jesus. Martha was busy serving. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. She was receiving from Jesus. There is no way we'll fulfill our calling. There is no way we'll fulfill our mission. There is no way we'll fulfill the will of God in our life if we don't spend time in God's word, meditating on it, looking into that mirror and spending time in prayer. God has called us into a relationship with himself. And I know Jesus spent so much time with God. I know not everyone has the same calling and even the necessity. Like I know certain preachers, they spend three to five hours a day with God. Not everyone can do that, but everyone is called into a holy relationship with God where it's supposed to be a personal relationship where we're hearing from God. There's no stepchildren in the kingdom. We're, we're all adopted into the family but we're full-blown children of God. There's no stepchildren. There's no second best. We're all sons of God through faith in Jesus Christ, and we all need to hear from God, and we all need a personal relationship with God. One of the, one of the things that you see throughout the Old Testament, it wasn't that the people were called to just obey the law of God. The people were, uh, were called to hear the voice of the Lord. And when the voice of the Lord spoke, they were expected to follow the voice of God. In John chapter 10, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice. It's God's expectation that we're spending some time in prayer and we're listening to preachers, our pastor. We're listening to the word of God and we're hearing his voice and we're following. And I feel bad for people and I know them. They come to church on Sunday. And their pastor is praying and seeking God. And God gives him a word for the congregation. And he's preaching the word. And they have something in their minds, some offense, some little thing in their hearts or minds. And they're totally ignoring the very word that God, well, that's just Brother Brad. That's just Sister So-and-so. That's just this. And they're totally missing that God has spoken to their pastor or whoever they're listening to. And they're not listening. They've discounted it. And they've disqualified themselves from hearing the voice of God. They dismiss it, and yet the very thing that they need is being spoken to them through the prophetic word of God, and they miss it. They shut it down. That's just Brad. Now, if Brad's hearing from God, if Brad is hearing from God, then God's trying to speak to you. Paul said, do you need proof that Christ is speaking through me? The Lord speaks through people. He speaks through his word. He speaks when we seek him in prayer. He speaks through pastors and prophets and evangelists and teachers. And if we don't have ears to hear, and if we don't honor our time with God, like Jesus did, we will not grow up into him in all things like we're supposed to. I'm amazed how quickly people dismiss. You know, last week I had a dream and a, a vision. I'll, I'll end here. And I saw a house, and it was a particular kind of house. It was a cottage house, and it had snow on it. I saw that, and I knew that was God. It wasn't really a dream. I was laying awake, and I saw that like a little vision. It was amazing, and the Lord spoke to my spirit and said, that's a cottage house. It was amazing to me. In church, I, I called that out. Both the ladies that I talked to both wanted a cottage house. Isn't that amazing? In that instance, no, I'm not amazing. It was amazing to me that God communicated that to me. I'm not amazing. It's the grace of God that you can hear from God. But it was amazing to me, and it was so specific. Now, if God can speak to me, 
about someone being worried and nervous about a, a house and show me the particular house. I think when I'm preaching the, God, the word of God, sometimes, somehow, I might be speaking a word that you need to hear. If it's from the Father, if it's from the Word. And the Word today is, the Word today that God is speaking is we need to take time alone, just like Jesus did, spend it in the Word. We need to take time to pray and find out what God's doing in our life. I'll say it again and I'll close. Not everybody is required to spend the same amount of time, but we're all required to spend time cultivating our relationship with God. If Jesus needed to, so do you. We'll end right there.